Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1133, air date October 19th, 2022. Have we not learned, after all these years, all of the lockdowns, have we not learned to just stop messing with the COVID-19 virus and the strain? Stop trying to manipulate it. Stop trying to change it. Leave it alone. Apparently we haven't learned that lesson because Boston University researchers say they have developed what looks to be a new strain of the COVID virus and they have done so by echoing experiments they believe led to the COVID-19 pandemic. This new strand apparently produces five times more infectious virus particles than the regular Omicron variant. This is the Omicron S and it has an 80% lethality rate, 80% in the lab, in the testing. At the same time this is happening, we're also learning that the most cited phys- from the most cited physician in the world, Dr. John Linnaitis, he reveals to us in one of his research papers that the pre-vaccinated children infection fatality rate of COVID was lower than previously suggested, lower than previously suggested, revealing that it was also much lower than the flu for children. The conspiracy theorists were right once again. Joining me now is world-renowned systems scientist, inventor, and entrepreneur, Dr. Shiva Ayaduri. Dr. Shiva, it's great to have you on the show. Let's start with this news from Boston University. They, they uh, were researching this virus, the, the COVID strain, now has an 80% lethality rate. Uh, I don't like where this is going. Yeah, so let's understand what the research was. So, you know, when a virus uh, comes into you, the, your body's immune system detects that virus and uh, uh, puts out a what's called a immune response. Okay. Now, one of the things we need to understand at an important uh, level is that it's not the virus that kills you. It's very important to understand this. It is the ability of your body or inability of your body to respond to that virus in the, in the appropriate manner. Um, you know, if you have a strong immune system, the body will respond back. You'll get a certain level of response and it'll go back to fight off that virus. If someone does not have a strong immune system, the virus is going to be lethal because your body is going to respond to it in such a way it's actually going to, your, your body's immune system actually starts attacking itself. Okay, this is a very important fundamental point. It's not like something out of Alien where the virus is eating away at you, okay? Now, in this case, what they did was, you know, you have the original uh, strain people call the wild type strain. And that uh, uh, virus has various proteins, okay? It's the proteins that turn on your body's immune system. So what are those proteins? Well, you have the virus, the viral protein, right? If you ever seen those pictures of those, those viruses, right? They have the circle and these spikes sticking out of it. The spikes are called the spike proteins. Think of that as one part of the virus. And then you have the viral protein, the sheath that's actually covering the RNA. Got it? So the viral proteins and the spike protein. So what they did here was they took the Omicron uh, virus and the Omicron, uh, with the Omicron spike protein, and when they injected that, it's, it's very mild, right? Then they took the Omicron spike protein and they essentially combined it with the original virus mm. protein, mm. right? So now you have a, a new virus, which is the viral proteins are made up of the original virus, but the spike is coming from the Omicron. Got it? Got now, it. when they gave 
fact that at 80% lethality, the original virus has 100% lethality. And so their claim to doing this research is they're saying, hey, look, it's not the spike protein that really causes the lethality, it's rather the viral protein. Because when you took the original viral protein, it has 100% lethality. When you take the original viral protein, you take away the spikes from that, and you take the spike from the Omicron, that has 80%. And if you just give the viral protein of the Omicron with the Omicron spikes, that's zero. So they're saying they conducted this research to show that it's the viral protein that is really influencing mortality or lethality. Well, and, and we're seeing this just as this report is coming out about how now uh, they, have, they have beefed up this virus, whether intentionally or accidentally. Either way, they've beefed up a new COVID strain. At the same time, the FDA has now authorized COVID-19 boosters, uh, Pfizer and Moderna boosters, for kids under five years old. However... Uh, they don't act exactly have the data out and, and the, the clearance that they usually have or would need. What is going on here? Why, what is the rush to get these new boosters out uh, to, to little kids? Yeah, so as I understand, the, the, uh, the, uh, today, or, I'm sorry, tomorrow, October 19th and October 20th, the CDC has a committee called ACIP. They actually meet, um, if you go to the CDC's website, people, any citizen and everyone should go join it. You can actually see the, the committee. And what they do tomorrow is they're gonna sort of talk about all the different vaccines they have in the pipeline for kids. And then on the 20th, they're gonna be voting on what's called the immunization schedules. Now, according to that immunization schedules, the ACIP is gonna recommend to the CDC director the uh, schedule essentially that kids between the age of six months to under 18, essentially children, should be getting the either the Moderna vaccine, which is an mRNA vaccine, or the the Pfizer vaccine, which is also an mRNA vaccine, and in some cases the Novavax vaccine, which is not an mRNA vaccine. So tomorrow is a very tomorrow is a very important day, but 20th is a very important day. Um, anyone in the public can actually go onto that website and give their opinions. And, you know, supposedly they read these opinions out. Um, that's the claim. But the bottom line is the ACIP more than likely is going to recommend to the CDC that kids be mandated to get the mRNA vaccine as well as the boosters that are associated with that. And they actually lay out their schedule for doing that. But it's an open public meeting to the extent that we can watch it. It's unclear how much the average citizen can influence it at that meeting. But that's what they're going to be hosting on the 19th and the 20th. What I also wanted to uh, let everyone know is, you know, in 2019, when I was asked to speak at the National Science Foundation, I gave a very, very important talk. It's, a, it's an important lecture where you're invited to speak. It's one of the biggest science events. Um, and I was invited to speak to alert engineers and scientists to the fact that the current model that we use for immunization, immune health, is based on a model and understanding of the immune system that actually goes back to 1915. Very important takeaway, what I'm saying here is that everything we have on the vaccination approach, which is, hey, a virus comes into you, your body will try to respond to it using the innate immune system, and then over time it creates antibodies. The concept of a vaccine is you give a jab to someone and you're uh, uh, before the vac a virus comes, you're having your body produce antibodies, okay? But it is based on a very 
uh, 100-year-old understanding of the immune system. What I talked about that NSF conference back in 2019, the modern understanding of the immune system is far more complex. And I said the idea of giving everyone the same thing, which is one-size-fits-all medicine, makes no sense. So in 2019, we held the first International Vaccine Safety and Immune Health Conference. Just want to let everyone know, on October 29th, Saturday, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., people can go to vashiva.com, you can find out more on it, we'll be hosting the second annual Vaccine Safety and Immune Health Conference. And we're doing this to really educate the public, and including medical doctors. Look, most MDs don't really know how the immune system works. They get about four years of training, they get very few courses in immunology. So uh, we'll be educating the broad public on how the immune system actually works. What are the up-to-date realities on vaccine safety? To your point, because of quote-unquote Operation Warp Speed, all of this stuff was put through without really any um, large-scale clinical studies that should have been done. Right. So, um, so that's an important point. So we're going to bring everyone up to date on some of the latest vaccine safety studies showing particularly, you know, a lot of the athletes, there's more than enough preponderance of data. Young athletes are sort of falling on fields, you know, those people got the vaccine. So we want to bring up all that vaccine safety studies, plus give people the opportunity to understand how they can boost their immune system. Dr. Shiva, I've got to stop you there. We are over on time, but I really appreciate you breaking all of this down for our audience. It's great to have you back. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Be well.